Joining me now from Egypt is Dr. Rob Linstead. Dr. Linstead, welcome back. Thank you once again. Last week it was at the wall, the Western Wall, getting up in the middle of the night. Now you're getting up in the middle of the night about 4.39 a.m., I think, over there in Egypt, correct? Yeah, 3.39. Oh, did the time change between Israel yeah. and uh, Egypt? Yeah. Yes, time change. Okay, 3.30. Uh, but, but wow, don't feel sorry for me. I've got to be the most fortunate person in the world because I'm getting to see the lands of the Bible, not not just the land of the Bible, but there's so much that's in the scripture concerning Jordan and Petra, so much concerning Egypt. Matter of fact, think about uh, the book of Genesis and uh, Moses and Joseph. And so uh, we're, we're having a great time looking at the land of the Bible and, and all that's in the scripture concerning that. What's interesting is that now people are admitting in Egypt that they are part of the land of the Bible. And so uh, we've been able to do some really interesting tours and sightseeing, but as well, uh, the political climate that's here and, and in Jordan, it's, it's amazing to see how this also reflects that we're living in the end time. How, how safe do you feel in Egypt tonight? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you as we move from site to site in our bus we have a a tourist police and he's armed uh when you go to to jordan and we tour we have a tourist police and he's armed uh in israel if you see a group of school children walking around well it might be at the mall it could be at a site they have a an escort that's armed it's amazing that these places have seen that that the best way to be safe is to have armed guards and they don't make a big issue out of it. But every place we go, uh, even when we travel to, to shoot some uh, film at the pyramids last night, an armed guard accompanies us. And, and so they see security as a, as a main issue. To me, that's amazing because we look at our own country and uh, yeah, we, we go through x-ray machines at an airport. We're x-raying people there that we, we know a lot about, but, we're letting people come in the southern border. Uh, the The way for terrorists to get in, it's almost it's almost well known. It's almost like in our country, we don't care about safety. We're trying to disarm people. Uh, think about think about what's taking place at the southern border. That that is well, people here can't believe that we haven't corrected the southern border. That's that's what they're thinking. Nobody here understands the lack of. Um, concern for the security of America. Wow. Let me ask you about the, uh, Logan, do we have the fact, the footage to play first of the of the sun going down with the pyramids? Yeah, just play his B-roll while we're talking. Tell me about where you're at and then what you went and recorded tonight there. Ooh, that's yes. your footage? That's your footage. Yeah. Wow. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, we had a, we had a great opportunity uh, went with uh, our guide. We went to a, a private place, uh, a small hotel, got to go up on top of the roof. And uh, just as the sun was going down, we recorded that. Uh, it's spectacular. I mean, to, to see those places and to think that, first of all, uh, those pyramids are made up of stones that weigh about six tons a piece. And some of them have 2.3 million stones. Uh, those were available for Moses to look at. And, uh, and, and the three big ones everyone knows about, but in this country, there's over 110 pyramids. We saw a few of the other ones yesterday. Let me just make sure our audience understands. You're saying Moses saw those very pyramids you're looking at. 
That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the data them, you know, they, they have it pretty well figured out what the data is. And so Moses would have seen them. So some people say, well, Israel built the pyramids. No, they, they did not. They were slaves. They saw those. But it shows you that the Egyptian people, they were at the top of their game, uh, money-wise, wealth-wise, power-wise. But, but they lost. They lost out. And, and part of the reason was uh, they got careless in, in what they believed. And the other thing is they went against Israel. You know, the, the Bible's clear. He said to Abraham in Genesis 12, I'm going to bless those that, that bless Israel. And I look at America. That's why I fear for America, because you know what? We're turn, right now, we're turning our back on Israel, and we can't do that and expect the blessings of God. Every country that's turned against Israel, they're gone. And so that's why I think this is so important. Let, so, let me uh, ask you about the, the uh, technology. It, I think I read somewhere where Egypt, with that kind of technology, they even had flush toilets at one time. Well, they, they did, but it was, it was kind of in a unique way. They used gravity, same thing that we do, and, uh, but, but there's, it's a far cry from the flush toilets that we had, but they were very clever. And, uh, uh, you know, the thing that, that's wonderful to me is to see things they did in terms of paper, in terms of written records. Uh, even their, some of their medical uh, aspects were, were really very advanced. And so we have a lot to learn from some of these ancient people, but they get careless. They begin to think that they take things for granted. And, uh, and I think we have to be careful that we don't do the same thing in America. Uh, we turn our back on God. We turn our back on Israel. And, and we're going to see that God's blessing America. Hmm. The reason is because we've held true to some values. When we allow those values to go, including the sanctity of life, and that whether it's has to do with the unborn or, or even how we treat our own citizens, I think God's going to pull that blessing back from us. Absolutely. Let's go to some B-roll footage of Petra. I've been pretty excited. Look at that. That's your footage, right? Yeah, that, that is. Tell no, me about that. Tell I us said. about that. Of course, everybody recognizes that from Indiana Jones, if nothing else, but tell me about it. Well, what's interesting is that the Bible says in, in Revelation chapter 12 that the dragon, which is the devil, during the tribulation time, and it even tells the three and a half year period, he's going to hate Israel so bad that he's going to chase them. And when he does, I think they're going to come across the Jordan River. I think they're going to hide in Petra. And the Bible even says that there's going to be a flood and, and, um, and the land is going to swallow up that. That's exactly what history has shown can be done in Petra. In Petra, besides the beauty of, of the the treasury and, and other buildings that are right there on the path. There are caves that can be lived in. You can support more than two million people. Did you go so into I them? Did, that, you, did you go into them? Oh, yes. Yes. I've been in them before. I got to go in them this time. And uh, uh, you know, there's, uh, we have a lot of fun with the vendors. Uh, they have camels there, and they can, you can get buy a can of Coke, and they'll drink a can of Coke for you. Uh, <laughs> so we have, we have a great time. Uh, and you see... It's the land of the Edomites, the Moabites, and the Ammonites. And so all of that scenario that we find in the wandering of the wilderness, there it is. It's, it's right there. So the past is there. The future is there. Genesis chapter 35 talks about, he says, here's, here's what's going to happen for uh, the land for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's interesting that he does Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not Esau. 
But Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then he begins to talk about how he's going to bless them. When you go to the next chapter, what's so important, he says that Edom, Mount Seir, that's the area that we're looking at there in Petra, that's the bottom area of, of uh, Jordan, says that's the land that will belong to Esau. Then, one chapter later, chapter 37 in Genesis, verse 1, he says, now the land of Canaan belongs to, to Jacob. That would be Israel. So God set the boundaries very early. And, and yet the fighting that's going on, it's the jealousy. I, I look at uh, Hezbollah. And, you know, Hezbollah is so mad because Israel's gas fine is incredible. Uh, on our website, you'll see the, uh, the commissioner for uh, the European Union is actually in Israel making a deal for gas. Israel's going to be supplying gas to, to the European nations. Hezbollah is so jealous about that that they're claiming that that land or that oil is, or gas, sorry, the gas offshore is theirs. You look at a map, it's so clear it's not. You see, every single thing that Israel does is going to be challenged. But the thing that's amazing to me is how come America doesn't back that up and say, we back away right now, our present foreign policy, we back nothing of Israel. Here's Israel making incredible advances in, in how to decipher what's a live target inside of buildings. We don't back them on anything. And without Israel, the United States would not be near as secure as they are today. So we have a, we have a lot to thank Israel for. And um, even the countries around here, you know what? Egypt is not an enemy of Israel. Jordan presently is not an enemy of Israel. But every one of the countries I've been in, you know what they fear? They fear Iran and Russia together. Every, every single person. Yet our administration doesn't see that Russia is an enemy. They don't see that Iran's an enemy. Iran is an incredible threat. Every day we stall, every day we nurse the fact that we might allow them to do peaceful experiments with nuclear uh, reactors. That's the craziest thing. Do you think Iran wants to do anything peaceful with nuclear reactors? They, they, they're not interested in that at all. What they're interested in is getting an upper hand. And unfortunately, that creates a very insecure world, not just the Middle East, but a very insecure world. Wow, isn't that something that Egypt and Jordan, they realize, they realize the threat of Iran and Russia, and so they're not in conflict with Israel because they also realize Israel is what's standing between them and Iran too, right? You know what? Without Israel, Egypt would be in trouble because people would steal the oil that they have. Without Israel, Jordan would be in trouble. Jordan is one of those countries that really has, a, I'm going to say, a negative input economically. They have tourism, they have some mining, but they, they don't have a, a, a good seaport. They don't have all the, the other natural resources that countries do. So they're a, a country that lives off do donations from other countries. Without Israel's stability, Jordan wouldn't have anything. Israel actually allows the Jordanians to pass every day into Israel and farm to, just to, to get food, to grow incredible food. They, they love the stability of Israel. So the picture in the Middle East when you're here is very different than when you're sitting at home reading reports. I don't, I don't even know where people get the reports that they get because let me tell you, people here understand the stability of a strong government. Think about where we were a few years ago when we had a strong government. If our government said, don't do this, 
Everyone knew. Every country knew. We meant it. Okay, and and that's what Israel is. Israel's a stronger government, and so when they say, "Hey, we're not going to put up with that," it it makes a difference. We need that kind of stability, and uh, so that's why to me it's exciting to be able to travel here in the in the Middle East. And where are you standing right now? You're probably at your hotel. Is there anything of significance behind you? Yes. Yeah, um, it is. I'm at the hotel. I'm on the balcony, and if you look across here, you can probably see the moon. But also right behind me is something called gym. It's not a, a workout gym, but it's going to be the the new Greater Egyptian Museum. What an incredible building! Not done yet. Over it's seven times bigger than any museum in the world. Every place you stand, you look at the pyramids. Two acres just devoted to King Tut's treasures. All those treasures. I mean, yesterday we we went and saw the the mass. We saw one of the, the coffins. Just when the coffins had, I think it was a uh, 230 pounds of gold in it. The mask, it, it more. I mean, these are incredible relics. So those are all going to be displayed there. And uh, again, I love it because I, I love those those ancient treasures. But I love it more because it helps me to understand. <clears throat> here's what here's what the Bible says. The Bible says in Hebrews that Moses Moses had all that. You know, he was he was, a, I'm going to say, adopted by the one of the daughters of Pharaoh. He could have ruled in Egypt. He he came away from the Battle of Ethiopia. He was the hero. And but he saw that this particular religious system was opposed to Jehovah God. And so he left it. And the Bible says he refused. <clears throat> now, I think today one of the problems that we have is that that sometimes our young people, they're, they're not refusing the world. And so he chose a God that he'd never seen. And he, he began to say, you know what, I think that's the true God. Where did he get that? He, he must have got that from his parents during those early years. And so it says that he refused Pharaoh. He chose to be associated with the slaves, with the people of God. And then he forsook Egypt. Wow, Egypt was at the top of the game. The amount of gold here even now is incredible. And so for, for Moses to see an invisible God, know the reality of God, make that choice. Wow, you know, I hope I can go home and instill that in my students. I hope I can do that as I, I talk to people about what God is doing in the world. We, we need to go back and, and seek God because that's where blessing comes. Absolutely. The Bible is full of examples of that. And I'm in a country that, that uh, is showing me that, teaching me those lessons. So I really enjoy the opportunity to, to travel these places. Where are you going next? Well, I'm going to go home. Okay. Uh, I've been gone for uh, about two weeks, and uh, I'm anxious to go home. But believe me, uh, we're going to be traveling again. We have another trip to Israel. Uh, Mark, so, my nephew, is going to be taking another group. So if they want, if people want to July, get, if in July, so if people wanted to get on a, a tour, either one in July or one with you in the in the near future, would they just go to BibleTipNow.com? to find out more about taking a tour with you? Yes, there's a there's a, a place there that they can sign up for future tours. We'll send them information. And uh, Oh, here it is. Let's we, go to the website. Travel with us. Is that where it is? Top of the page? Where, you guys show yes, the, right, yes. Travel with uh -huh. us right there. Yeah. So go to that page right there. Travel with us and you can join up to uh, find out about how you can join 
uh, a, a, a trip with Dr. Rob Lindstedt. Of course, Bible Tip Now stands for Bible Truth and Prophecy. You'll see he'll send you a free book, What's Next on God's Calendar, The Rapture of the Church, Dr. Rob Lindstedt. Click the free booklet, fill it out, he'll send it to you. But then you also have some downloads that you can do right now. What's Next on God's Timetable? Does the Bible speak of Russia aggression, the judgment seat of Christ? But again, folks, you can join him, travel with us, and you can go on a tour with Dr. Rob Lindstedt. Look at that. He even promoted he was going to be on with us tonight. Okay, so when you get back, I know we'll look forward to hearing more about your trip, but what has been the most, um, what are the top two favorite things you've seen on your tour? Well, one is we visited in Shiloh. We visited the site, the, the mountain of blessing, the mountain of curse. And uh, wow, the, the interview with the archaeologist there to show that what was recorded in Deuteronomy 27 and Joshua 8 was exactly on target. That had to be, I, I think, a, a thrill. Matter of fact, our guide was so, so impressed by what was being shown there. She jumped down and, and wanted her picture taken with the archaeologist. So that wow. was incredible. Wow. Uh, so I think that would be number one. I think number two would be to see the lineup of what's taking place right now in terms of Israel with gas and Israel no longer being so dependent on, on people that would be called their enemies to get gas. That's given Israel a great freedom and a great boldness. And so here's the leader and he says, Hezbollah, you know what, you do this and here's what we're gonna do. And, and it, it made a difference to see leadership that's not afraid to take a stand and to defend its own people, wow. Uh, that's so refreshing. I hope someday we have that in America again. Amen to that. BibleTipNow.org, BibleTipNow.com, BibleTipNow.com, BibleTipNow.com. Hey, thank you so much for getting up at 3.30. Well, I know you've been up before 3.30, but you came on the air at 3.39 a.m. Thank you, Dr. Rob. I know our audience appreciates it so much. My pleasure. Good to be with you. You too. We look forward to visiting with you when you get back to the States. Folks, visit his website, will you? BibleTipNow.com. BibleTIPNow.com.